What's crack-a-lacking, y'all? Oh my god. God damn. We're the brothers. Darth Helios. And Mike Hill made it. Bringing you the smoothest Game of Thrones content. So smooth. You're listening to Tales from the Shadow from the Shadow Town. Brought to you by our friends at Man Gossip. We're bringing you theories, theories. Prediction, predictions, character breakdown. character breakdown, everything your heart desires, we have it. Oh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy our seductive voices. Oh yeah. You're going to like what you hear, I guarantee it. We are back. Thank you for joining us for this part two episode. We are the brothers. I'm Mike Hill Made It. And I'm Darth Helios. Coming to you live from the wall. You're listening to the greatest podcast that ever was or will be. That is Tales from the Shadow Tower. Tales from the Shadow Tower. Brought to you by Man Gossip. Um, if you listen to the last podcast, we're doing a two-part episode. Best fight scenes and best battle scenes. As you could tell from that uh, that first episode... We got a little long-winded, but you know we had a lot of stuff to say, yeah, a lot of stuff to go over, a lot, a lot of, lot of, a lot of cool about. shit to talk about. We didn't want to, we didn't want to, you know, have you guys sitting for too long. So we thought, you know what? What better way to do this is break it down, two part, like Harry Potter, you know, part one, I mean? part two. So uh, we're going to get into it. Part two, we're going to do best fight scenes. Uh, this was pretty tough for us. Yeah, well, it was. It, it took us a second to to try to come to a consistent a, a consensus. I can't talk right now. A consensus on. What we want our, our top five to be, and, and let us know because this is this might be controversial. You know, we might not, you might not agree with the brothers, but you no, know, we had to break it down for you. Yeah, we had to, and just just to show you how tough of a of a list this was for us. At the number five spot, we have a tie, a tie, a tie, fuck ties. So we're going to break this down from a fundamental standpoint. So coming in at number five, let's start with Khal Drogo versus Mago. Khal Drogo. The one and only. The one on the the one that puts every girl who watches Game of Thrones in heat. That's he's almost the single I reason why girls like Game of Thrones. And I mean uh, essentially. Honestly, I don't blame him because Jason Moe is a good looking dude. He's a big He's a big dude. Big motherfucker. And if you watch this fight scene, you can kind of realize this dude is the truth. And this is the first time the first and only time really that we yeah, see Drogo going in full force, showing exactly why he is the call of calls. And, and Daenerys, he, he showed it. And at the end, Daenerys kind of make kind of fucks up and yeah. ends up killing him. But to even start, the dude didn't even land a hit on my on my boy on my the, man's call. The only the only hit that was landed on on Drogo was self inflicted because he just pulled. He just, yeah, he, he kind of just like he just walked into the to his arc. He just is walked that what in, called? Yeah, the curved blade. Yeah, an arc. He just kind of, he just kind of like leaned his fucking manly ass peck into this arc and then and flexed like, on it. Flexed on it and said. You ain't shit. I'm the call. Watch me do my thing, Danny. Check my swag. <laughs> he knew his girl was watching. That's the yeah, thing. He, as, as, he, he knew his girl was watching. He knew, he knew what he was doing. Watching. And he just, what? He says, yada, 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 Dothraki, Dothraki, and then stabs my man <laughs> with his own Eric. Like, takes takes his own sword out of his own hands and then slices his throat. If you, and this is why, also, you should read, you should watch with subtitles. I'm pretty sure they already break it down, what they're saying in Dothraki, but... He already says you have to kill me first, and he says I already have, and, and he then just gets his slit throat, disarmed him, and then the most probably the, one of the most brutal yeah, scenes. Th- this is like like super super gross, which is why you, how, how it happened. which is why you sadistic bastards obviously That's watch why you this show, shit. why you fiends watch it because of how gross this shit. this shit is. 
just fucking manhandles his throat and then pulls you, his esophagus. You actually see his tongue sliding back into his mouth you as he's it pulling wiggling. it out. Like, that's some gross shit. And that's then, some badass shit, but it's this gross. pulls his esophagus out, throws it, and then throws it off to another yeah. pile of what looks like yeah. dead, dead animals. Organs, this organs. Some, some meat. Some, some meat to be used later. The Dothraki are some savage bitches. They are some <laughs> savages. And in the good way. I'm not talking... There's a, well, they are kind of savage, but because you know they're nomads and walking around. But they've been doing this for thousands of years, and they've got this shit. They've been pulling down. these throats out for thousands of years. Like, thousands, this, nothing thousands new. of years. Like this, like I said. But what came in that tie for us? Like I said, this was obviously a dope, dope scene. This but, is one of the first like legit fight scenes that we get. Like one of the first like well, legit. That was season one. Yeah, that season, was season one, one. Yeah, one of the first like legit. Like fight scene, like gruesome fight scenes that we get in the series, and it just kind of like sets the tone for, but, but for the rest of it. That just shows you this came in at number five as a tie too, because there's like infinity fight scenes in this. Yeah, show. seriously. But so, it, like I said, it was it was hard for us to break this down. But coming in at a tie, I don't know if you remember this guy, my guy, <laughs> my guy, Crazy Carl, Crazy Carl Tanner crazy in the Carl slums Tanner. of Flea Bottom versus John in the hut of Craster. And in Craster's Key. Before that even happened, Grin told us point blank. He was like, "Yo, Carl's not one to fuck with. He's do one of the deadliest. Do not trifle with this dude. Do not trifle with this motherfucker. He's one of the deadliest dudes with a knife in Flea Bottom. And the first Don't thing he does him. when John walks into the keep, he just starts doing some like skeevy ass, like starts chopping the blaze up like just he's skis, like skis, he's Salt Bay, just yeah. cutting meat, just skeevy, skeevy. He says, "Lord Snow, what you want, bud? <laughs> you don't want the smoke." But you but want. actually, but, but you're going to get it. You don't want it, but you're going to get true it. The King wanted this smoke. And what's crazy, a lot of these good fight scenes happen in close quarters. If you remember, yes. uh, if you remember what Oberyn said in uh, Littlefinger's Brothel, a long sword Season in close four, quarters, one. boom. Two swords. A, a, a long sword in close quarters is not ideal. Not ideal. John had a long sword, and this dude had two daggers. Two knives. Two sharp ass knives, too. And they proceed to go back and forth. And they, I think uh, Crazy Carl goes, "You learned to yeah. learn to fight in a castle." Uh, what does he say? He says, uh, "We're you learned, free men." Learned, yeah, you learned. Yeah, we're, we're free men here. You'll never be free. And John's actually heard that line multiple times throughout the series Multiple. it's probably because he's honestly the chosen one and he has to fight and die for these people mm-hmm. no matter what i think uh sir alistair thorne said that as well mance raider said it to him boom like this um dude. barrick said it well he didn't say those exact words but he basically said it to him uh in season seven um, when they were walking when they were doing that dumbass mission beyond the wall nothing but truth bombs have been dropped on john snow mm-hmm. and he still knows nothing yeah he literally like, Egret told us from season two? No, season three, excuse me. The fact that we three, know exactly what seasons these episodes happens in, like, that's how you should know. Yeah. We uh, we ride for this show. We ride for this show. We are fiends out this bitch. So, Crazy Carl, John, they're going back and forth with this. You see, uh, I, I believe Crazy Carl even spits in this dude's face. Yeah, spits, and, like, blood and spit all up in his yeah, face. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a mix of nasty shit all up in John's face, and... No, John's about to pretty much, he's pretty much done for. Like, John and, lost. For all intents and purposes, John lost this fight. Oh, for sure. Like, like the Battle of the Bastards, John lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he loses like, a lot of he, fights. He does lose a lot. He, does, he gets saved a lot. It, that's how you know he's the chosen one. That's yeah. how you should know he should be the one, like I said. As I said like before, we said in the first cast, he's, he's going to send the throne with two twin boys. Quote me on that. If it doesn't happen, I think as a group, we should sue Benioff and Wise. We're we going to riot in the streets. We're not going to sue, but 
I agree with the riot mystery. Too. Well, you guys will all join us. Yeah, y'all, y'all um, better. But he gets saved by one of Crash's one, one of, fifty daughters. Yeah, one of his one of his daughter <laughs> wives. daughter, daughter. Gross. Daughter wives and that's a nasty motherfucker. And he turns around, and says, "You bitch!" Starts walking through, and I don't know why and he then, takes my takes his eyes off my man's. <laughs> I mean, because he did just get stabbed, and I like terrible stab yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Want like you have. His whole back to stab him. And you stab him in the shoulder. You couldn't stab him in the head. I mean, I guess, I, I guess you know, maybe she was strong enough to, like, get the blade through his head. But at least, like, do something better than in the shoulder. Come on now. But that leads to what, in my opinion, is one of the <laughs> gnarliest death scenes you've ever seen. Yo, that shit was gross as fuck. <laughs> like, he legit put that sword through his head and out his mouth. And then and proceeds to slowly, to slowly pull, pull it out. It out and you just hear the... And what's funny? Unsheathing of the. Ugh. And what's funny is that as he's pulling it out, you see his mouth like quivering up and down. Like that's how you know it was great real. Great CGI. This crazy. It, it was gross. That's, crazy. And just because of the gruesomeness of both death scenes at at the number five spot, that's why we had to put it a tie. It was. I mean, I felt it felt like a shame leaving him out of the top five. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but coming in at number four, we have the Hound versus Lady Brienne. Brienne the Beauty. Again, great fight scene. Honestly, probably one of the most brutal fight scenes in the whole show. But we probably the most brutal. Just yeah, like just, just on a on a combat level on two people fighting each other. It was kind of like like this was like a knockdown drag out. Fight. It's kind of like the right? Mark knockout like, drag. It was kind of like the home run derby. Mark McGuire with Sammy Sosa yeah. slugfest. Yeah, just like these, two big these ass motherfuckers two just slugging it out. Just just wailing on each other. And and honestly, it's probably the fight most people were looking forward to. Um, I, I get to see because it's like neither neither of them have lost. They're probably equal in size, and then like you see, mm-hmm. like I said, slugging it out. I believe Brian gets or not Brian, Brienne gets a solid crotch shot. Crotch like, shot in. Disgust. She she got Come on low blow. Like she got both of his balls and his dick with that punch. But the Hound also got a coot shot in. Yeah, he kicked. yeah he, he he kicked the fuck out of her cooter boy. <laughs> And I've heard that hurts. Boy. Let me know. For all the ladies, we probably have like one lady listener. Uh, Lou, I'm giving you a shout out. I'm, it's probably <laughs> you. Uh, if, if Let me know. Megan don't let us back. know. You don't have to yeah, let yeah, us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know. But, but the most, one of the, it sounded like it hurt. One of the G moves, like I said, Brienne is is fighting with Oathkeeper. Oathkeeper, yeah. Which, is, which used to be Ice, which is. Which was uh, melted down and also. Forged four, to Oathkeeper one. and Widow's Whale. Um. The Hound grabs Oathkeeper. Valyrian he gets disarmed steel, and he's on his knees. And grabs this Valyrian steel sword with both hands. And just like a G. It just grabs both both hands, First looks one, at her, and then stands up. Just imagine what kind of nerve damage yeah. that probably does to someone. And just like, I'm not a knight. And then and proceeds then, to punch her in the face. Like how, is, how her teeth are intact, I don't know, but just absolutely punch the shit out of her. And again, slugfest, suck, I'm sorry, slugfest style. Back and forth, back, back and, and forth, forth, back and forth. And there, there were a couple of times in there where the hound almost got that that final killing blow, but, but Brienne, Brienne know, was too quick. Brienne, I'm pretty sure, just goes, you know, beast mode. Brienne, yeah, Hulk she, mode. She goes full berserker mode. Berserker mode. What else? What other modes? Uh, um, Hulk, Hulk Worldbreaker mode. Uh, yeah. She goes Naruto. Fucking, you know. Yeah. Fucking. Six pass running on all that crazy all, all and just that shit, yeah. punches this dude off the mountain. And what we assume, because let's be honest, when Arya at the end of the fight, when Arya, when he was begging Arya to kill her, and we didn't see the hound die, 
let's be honest. A, a lot of us thought this motherfucker might yeah, be. He, he, well, he, he, he might, he might, might make be alive because we didn't but, see him die. Like, but I also like at the same time, but he, we didn't see him die. Yeah. But also at the same time, we saw this dude like fall off of a cliff and then roll down a hill, and his leg was like hella broken. And like the bone, bone was the bone sticking out. Dude, I remember seeing. I like hate compound fractures. I hate seeing yeah, that. I, I, I was hate like, it. I mean, I should be I should be desensitized to it <laughs> by now from watching this just gross show. And still, but obviously we didn't yeah. see him. We didn't see him die. But this is honestly what I wanted to reference. This moment is when the hound sheds his like he sheds he the, sheds hound, the persona. hound persona. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, th- that, this, this is when he sheds the hound persona and is reborn as Sandor Clegane. Yeah, this is this fight is his symbolic death as the hound and his rebirth. It's his hero as, journey, kind of yeah, like yeah, Jamie yeah. shedding yeah. the uh, the, the shedding Kingslayer, the Kingslayer persona. persona. Like remember we were talking mm-hmm. about um, See, look, look Brienne and Brienne mm-hmm. and uh, Jamie in the in the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bri- Brienne is Brienne is basically the catalyst for Jamie bad dudes lives. for bad dudes changing their ways. Although Jamie was never really a bad dude, he Jamie just did bad, bad shit. He was well. I'm also the hound was well, never. When you have a really cancer a, like Cersei in your life, can you blame yeah. him? When you have so, a when you have see a what cancer, happens, guys, like see what Gregor. happens when you're in a bad relationship. Yeah, you do things you're you, not supposed you do to shit do. You ain't supposed to be doing. And the, the brothers shouldn't be giving relationship advice. But I'll give it if I need to. But don't do what Jamie did. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't don't fuck your sister. I know we're getting long winded, but we love this shit. Coming in at number at number three. Another another hound, hound fight, fight is the, the hound, hound versus everybody at the end at the crossroads. Uh, also, no, this was not the end of the crossroads. No, it wasn't. I You're think right. it was just some random. Yeah, end. just some random end. It You're was right. just some random in, in the in the Riverlands. But this fight also took if you, place. If you guys remember four, episode one, there it is. I was gonna say season four, episode one. A lot of shit happened. A lot of shit happened. So, uh, it, if you remember, it was the hound Arya come up to this end and. Our old friend Polliver, who actually stole Arya's stole uh, needle, stole needle, was in there with all his goons. Um, the Hound walks in. First of all, before he walks in, was like five or six horses, more people than I, I feel like killing. And Arya's like, "Fuck that shit! I need I'm, needle." I'm getting my sword. John got that. I'm a badass already. Right. And fuck you, fuck all this. I'm getting my sword. You know how Arya is. She goes into the goes into the little the end, and you know conversations conversations mm-hmm. and the hound goes full hound mode he kind of says what he says to um to sir Bronn of the blackwater before the uh oh before yeah the blackwater. B- b- before blackwater. you're a talker yeah. you said you're a talker and then the bells ring kind of mm-hmm. who would win that fight this is a tangent right now who Ooh. who would win that between Bronn and the hound that's essentially the viper of the mountain but like <laughs> uh, yeah it's smaller version. it essentially is because the way that and at, at, at the end of season four, Bronn was talking to Tyrion. It was like, well, if I was going to fight the mountain, then I would just I would run around and try to get him tired. Which is what he did Which in is, the first season when Bronn earned his motherfucking stripes against Sir Varkas. Sir Bar- yeah, against Sir tired Varkas, him out, right? if you notice. Tired him out, tired him out, and then, oh, and then another nasty-ass, another nasty kill scene. Stabbed my bro, stabbed my mans through the neck hole. This, and then dropped him out the moon door. Out the moon door. Ugh. Just some savage shit. Savagery. I'm telling you, we love this shit. And then my so, my guy, Sander, proceeds to flip the table and mm, all hell breaks loose. Before he flips the table, yeah. takes my man's Polliver's drink yeah. and just chugs it in his face. Like, he looks him dead in the eye and is like... Just tried his ass. That's what like are you going to do? 2000 equivalent of getting stole on. Like, <laughs> like, like, 
dead ass. He, like, he, 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 stole, he stole on him. And then, and then looked him in the eye. Like, what you gonna do? And then proceeded to whoop everybody's ass. Flip the table. And again, and another close quarters fight. Another close quarters fight. But also, everyone there had long swords. Every, yeah, everyone had long swords. There wasn't, so there wasn't really an advantage. But you see the Hound. One of, like, one of the best scenes. Well, you see Arya. Let's go to Arya first. Because you see her do like, you, you see her kind of watching, yeah, she's watching. Just all, you know, she's just off in the background doing her thing. You know, just kind of watching. And as the fight's going on, you know, she's, you know, try, she's trying to stay out of the way because she knows that these, these, are, these are grown folk fighting. This is a little girl. <laughs> She'll need to be around this. She just wa- wait, she's, waiting for her opportunity to come in. She stabs a dude and makes that Arya noise, that Arya kill noise. Yep. And, oh, one, one, of, one of Arya's coldest death scenes, when she takes Needle and then stabs Polliver in the throat. I, I swear to you. Dude, what did she say to him? Oh, she 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 she, was, she repeated what Polliver said to oh what was the kid's name? Oh, Lami? Man. Lami. <laughs> oh, Lami. Like, I know him. His Polliver. He's the one who killed Ar- Lami. Arya always says something like yeah. always says something. She like, always oh, has like, some some like, dope ass bad, line. Because yeah. she was she was a faceless man before she was, she knew she was yeah. a faceless man. Like, yeah, she, she was she something. was born to be a faceless. She's man. almost kind of like uh, the eerie black dude from Harry Potter. Like I don't know if you watched mm-hmm. the the Prisoner of Azkaban, the eerie black dude. Every time he says something, it's something like sinister or evil. It's like, it was like, it's trying to catch smoke, trying to catch smoke with your bare hands, <laughs> or uh, what else did he say? It's uh, it's about uh, the grim. Oh, the the grim, not the grin, the grim, you idiot! <laughs> it's one of the darkest omens in our world. It's an omen for death. Like every time he said something, and Arya is an omen of death. If if you see Arya, holy shit! If you and she's a holy oh i didn't even think about that oh, fucking mind blown she's a fucking stark you heard that right oh my god that was a true high yeah, five we just reached that conclusion together yeah, we that just shit's crazy. talking it out we figured that we figured it out so Arya is a grim Arya is the for grim. death but the hounds versus everybody uh, he murdered four people Arya murdered two added also added to her kill list. one of those deaths that the hound that the hound did he stabbed a dude Oh my god. This is he, he this is the gnarliest he stabbed Lords of, of Darth Helius, the, the dude's face with his own knife. He didn't stab he didn't like take the knife and stab him. He put his face into his, into knife. his knife and stabbed him thrice. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy shit, dude. That was disgusting. That's why, like I said, a lot of a lot of like I said, Valar Margulis. Valor de Hyrus. All men must die. All men must serve. People, be like I said, it was hard making this list. Like this, honestly, was one of my because we were talking. Me and me and Darth Helius were talking, um, because we're uh, we were saying this can honestly be yeah our number one. Yeah, this this honestly could have been our number one. But I know for me personally, the two ahead of it had more had had more not just implications, but also for me personally, more emotional impact to the story. Not to the story, but to me personally. I know into the story it and, had yeah. way yeah. way heavier implications. So yeah, just way to heavier. just to get right on into that. Then. Yeah, at number two, Sir Arthur Dane, the one my my man Darth Hilius rides for the Sword of the Morning. Probably the dopest fight fighter to ever cross the or grace Westeros. He like he probably is like legit, and our and the timeline that we've seen is the coldest fighter that we've ever seen. The coldest. Like, dude, dude is dual... And, and we're talking... Dual-wielding yeah. swords. Sorry. Dual-wielding dual swords. Dual-wielding long swords. 
Not, oh yeah, they're not, not even. And yeah, just not, not, know, not bastard swords. Just to let you know, a long sword is a sword that you have to hold with two hands generally. Mm. A yeah. bastard sword, which is what long claw is, which is, is what Jon Snow has, typically about a hand and a half. That's a hand can, and a half, which means yeah. you can hold it with one hand or you can hold it with a uh, with two. It 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 works either way. But this dude is dual wielding two long swords and getting after it, bro. And also just well, to just to kind of also note to reference in the books, he does not dual wield. Yeah, he does not do that. They they did that for aesthetic purposes, and it worked perfectly. I think they did it kind of just to emphasize how much of a badass Sir Arthur Dane is, um, and they proved it. And also, like I said, it was it the fight is Sir Arthur Dane versus our versus boy, Ned and what six other dudes? Six other dudes, but this fight kind of highlights how good Ned is. It more so highlights how great yeah. Sir Arthur Dane is, but it also but shows you that how good Ned, Ned Stark is. is not some dude to sniff at, like like. He's for real. Like Ned Stark is as a legit fighter. And also in this episode, Howlin' Reed gets his first yeah. appearance, which is we see, the the only I, appearance of Howlin' Reed that we that we get. We believe maybe maybe I don't I don't. He for see sure it. has to pay play a, a huge role in, in season eight. He has to because he he knows he knows so much so much information. He knows about a what's lot going that's on. going down. I I I can see him playing a big role in season eight. I can see him more so playing a big role in the books, but I feel like just kind of introducing a character like that, like with that heavy. But then again, like, because there's so much we don't know about Bran and, and the Weirwood Network. And I feel mm-hmm. like, because Howland Reed is from the Neck, which is like yeah. the bog yeah, from area. The, the, he's a Cranigman. Cranigman is, which is a bog area of the North. And it's actually on the very tip, the very northern part of the Riverland and the very mm-hmm. southern part it is the, of the North. So it's the area of, it's the area of Westeros that basically separates the North and the South. Another tangent, if you remember, if you remember Moat Kalen, um, if you remember Ramsey used Theon to take Moat Kalen from the Ironborn mm-hmm. when the dude just kind of, his own man just kind of hit, put an axe in the back of his head. Moat Kalen if you remember what Ned said, well, actually Ned says in the books, he, oh my God, I got a lot to get into with me, why I hate Catelyn. But anyway, then the Mo Kalen, the reason Mo Kalen is important is because he said 30 or maybe a hundred, I believe he said 30 good archers can hold Mo Kalen just because it's a bomb. Yeah, because it's a, it's a swampy One road area. in, yeah. one, one road out. It's the, the call, it's. The neck is the barrier between the north and the south, and the and Moat Kalen is the causeway. And the only way to legitimately get between to get from the Riverlands past the neck and past Moat Kalen into the north is through Moat Kalen. And as you see in the show, Moat Kalen is a terrible. shitty, <laughs> it's just a, a shithole. A shithole. Who, uh, who is who's Lord? Who's like has Moat Kalen? Is it just empty, or is it just like kind of just garrisoned by I think Stark it's, men? I think it's just garrisoned by Stark men. But at the time when it was taken, fact check us, guys. Yeah, like I said, we need hit, some hit, comments. Hit us let up. us know what we can do better. And also, if we're getting shit wrong, let us know. Yeah, let let us know. We'll, Although I'm pretty sure we're getting this shit right. I'm pretty sure it's right. <laughs> but, um, anyways, we're gotta get in this fight. Sorry, tangents, tangents, obviously. <laughs> um, but Sir Arthur Dane versus Ned, and pretty much I. Well, it was it was technically. Three of the Kingsguard versus yes, it was Ned, Ned and, and company. And those Kingsguard, it's Sir Arthur Dane. It was is Lord uh, Lord Commander Gerald, Sir Gerald Hightower, Hightower and Sir Oswald Went. Both all the Kingsguard, uh, all Rhaegar's Kingsguard, uh, Prince Guards, I'd say. Who I don't know if it was his father, but it was definitely it was either his father or his grandfather who was the one who held um, Harrenhal. And had and had that turning, that 
started the fucking yeah, had, had, who held the tourney <laughs> that basically started, started off the, the whole events yeah, of Game yeah, of Thrones. They started off the war of uh, Robert Trevelyan. I don't mind. This this stuff is like like the reason we love it because it kind of reads like a history and it's just like it's amazing. But it's actually interesting. Anyways, history. yeah. Anyways, and Arthur Dane dual wielding mm-hmm. swords, fucking just murking four dudes at a time, like legit handling four and dudes. One at thing a time. that I love, love about this fight, you see a lot of choreographed fights that very obviously look choreographed, and I mean you kind of have to because it's not like these these are actors, you know, doing these fights and everything, and they're not actually trained swordsmen. But in this fight, if you if you're if you're just watching Sir Arthur Dane, you see him doing his badass shit. But if you watch the guys around him, he's really he's actually these like dudes. legit like disarming <laughs> these dudes. He's really and, and, like moving, doing and, his thing. and moving them out of the way. Because I was thinking so, like these dudes are just like dude hit him when he's hitting the other dude. But like yeah. no he's no like, but he's like legit throwing like, a guy to the side hitting. He's throwing a guy to the side while hitting another yeah. dude while throwing, hitting another guy to the side while hitting another dude. There there was there was one part in that scene that 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 really got me when it was four on one, and there were three guys in front of dane and another guy behind him he legit walks in <clears throat> sorry he legit walks into the fight walks into into this into the scuffle and disarms two of them turns around knocks the dude who was behind him knocks his sword away and then takes out another dude with one with one slice like crazy dude this dude is the truth like all in about what three or four sword swings Disarms three of them and then takes out another. Yeah, he's like he's like Michael and Vick then, in the, in Madden two thousand seven. Yeah. Like he's the he's the goat. Like, yeah. and then like I said, Ned and you kind of see it. Like, Ned kind of he kind of handles his shit when he goes one on one after he just murders all his friends. Like he's one on one, and like I said, we're kind of we're seeing this through Brand's um, Weirwood yeah, yeah, right. three eyed Raven vision, and he's like he says to to the current three eyed ra- Raven Brandon Rivers, who's a Targaryen bastard. Um, he's he's better than my father, and he says father far better. <laughs> and but you know, obviously Ned wins because he comes yeah, back because and has he's Bran. alive, <laughs> and yeah, he has yeah. well, was alive, and he has Bran. Um, but thank God for Howland Howland Reed coming in. Thank he was he was Brandon the man. first guy, the, f- the first one to get <laughs> knocked out. If you pay down. attention, the first he dude the gets, very he gets first just one parried to get aside like fuck off. <laughs> he gets it gets his shoulder basically cut off, and then just kind of sitting off to I the side. Like, I thought you hit in the face. Oh no, nah, he like when when you see him like roll over, like you see him grabbing his shoulder. It is like he's got like a legit like gash. Either in way, his arm. the knife the knife placement to the back of the neck. Listen, uh, Crasher's daughter wife yeah. from yeah Crasher's daughter wife whatever. Take notes. Exactly. That's how you stab him. That, that's how you stab him. Not that we have you know experience in stabbing motherfuckers. But I've seen. But if we were to, I've seen enough Game of Thrones, and we've enough, all seen enough Game of Thrones, and, and enough other shit around to know don't stab him in the shoulder and like i said this came in at number two just because of the implications um this fight led to knowing the lineage of of mm-hmm. aegon targaryen aka john star aka john snow aka the king of the north aka the rightful heir to the seven kings this mm-hmm. is this this is why we put this in number two and also um, just just really quickly another and just another thing about my, my guy arthur dane after he disarms and very very easily might i add three of those dudes and it's just ned and him going at it he gives them a look and he's like dude this ain't what you want this 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 ain't <laughs> also, what you want you ain't about that before life before the even fight started if you remember sir arthur dane says the line that's been said multiple times multiple times i wish you good fortunes in the war to come and literally 
every person who said excuse me not literally because john also said it in season seven but to, yeah to danny but man Trader and arthur dane both said it and then immediately after died and for a second when john said that to daenerys i was like oh shit well he's already died so does that even count yeah does it count i mean i guess can't he die i guess we'll find out can john snow die what do y'all think? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, let, I, that's a good question. I think, know. you know, what's the point of killing this dude and then bringing him back to life just to kill him again to not, you know, have him the show? I mean, you But know, then again, Beric Dondarrion has died six but times. But Beric Dondarrion is not Jon Snow. Touche. <laughs> all right. So coming in at the number one spot, um, although the Sir Arthur Dane Ned fight had more implications, this is just like... This was the fight that impacted me the most out of, out of anybody. Darth Hilius rides for rides for his man's the Red Viper. <laughs> the Red Viper. So you know where we're going with this. You the know. Mountain versus the Viper. The epic showdown. It's almost like uh, David I can tell Goliath. you without any lies that Oberyn Martell is my favorite character in the show, and he is the single reason why I fucked with the Martells. And no, this was this <clears> fight <throat> sorry. was. This fight was the tits. It was dope. Because um, <laughs> as soon as Oberyn said, first of all, Illyria or whatever his paramour, whatever that chick, Illyria, whatever, yeah. I yeah, don't she, really give yeah. a fuck. Um, she, she was yeah, like, she, she's, she's pretty awful. She was, she was like, you're going to fight that? And he's like, I'm, I'm going to kill, kill that. that. Which he did. Yeah, technically, technically he did. Because he, again, he won that fight. But he fucked up with saying, today is not yeah. the day I die. I mean, all he had to do was just take, like, one step back, Dude. and he would have been good. He would have been in the clear. So, well, let's get into it, because Oberyn was, on, it was it was pretty much even fight the whole time. The Hound, oh, no, sorry, the Mountain legit threw this dude probably seven no, feet no, across like, the No, like, no, like, for real, though, like, he, like, picked him up from, like, his pants, from the, from his, like, from his belt buckle. And, from his britches. <laughs> and threw him, like, ten feet. Like, with one arm. Like, it was nothing. But Oberyn didn't give a fuck. He got up and was like, I'm good. What's I up, got you. I got, yeah, I'm good. I got <laughs> I'm you. I'm just no. joking. Lock yeah. me my thing. Just fucking no, two-stepping across, uh, across the ring. Just kind of, honestly, kind of just toying with him. Kind of twirling his spear. Looking like a badass. And, forth. and then, obviously, gets a good, couple good licks in. And the whole time, he's like, you raped her. You murdered her. You killed her children. He's like, say it. Say her name. And Well... He he said it at the end. He he, he fucking, said it after after Oberyn essentially got the the kill shot in, knocked him over and manhandled him behind his neck. So yeah, let's let's talk about that for a second. So after Oberyn put his the full weight of his body onto the mountain and stabbed him in the chest, the mountain swiped his leg and knocked him over. Swipe the feet. Yeah. Swoop the leg. Swoop the leg. <laughs> He, and just grabbed and him by the back of the neck and pulled him over him. He does like a legit snatch. Like, doesn't even bend his arm. Just grabs him by the neck and just pulls him straight up and then knocks out all oh my of God. his teeth. That punch, though. That punch. That's how you know. I'm pretty sure all, how, I mean, I'm not a dentist, but however many teeth are in your mouth, all of them but two came out. Yeah, like, for real. Like, like all across the rink. And you just see Tyrion's face go, oh, shit. Wow. My kill. Tell, tell me. Tell, tell, tell me tell me about this after at, at the end of that fight i know for me personally this this impacted me but after actually hold on real quick let me let me take a step back so 
the mountain snatches this dude up by his neck, punches out his teeth, all 32, 36, <laughs> however many fucking teeth he has, all of them, and then squ- squishes his head like a fucking watermelon. And, I, I, and then, crushed your, I smashed your head like this. Um, I remember watching. Thing is, we haven't really gotten a brutal death scene like that. Not anything as brutal as that in a while. Like we've been like kind of like but, I guess like we have gotten death scenes, but nothing like I guess we're just all fucking crazy and love that shit. Yeah, so, but one thing that that stood out to me. Tell me if you, tell me if you noticed this. After he got his head exploded, everyone does like their normal. Like when you see some crazy shit like that, you actually have a reaction. But tell me if you noticed how Tywin and Cersei were sitting there, yes, dude. just stone faced. So like Cersei gets her little, her little, you know, her little bitchy <laughs> smile, and then Tywin's, Tywin's in the in the background, stone faced, dude. So Oberyn gets his head exploded, and then exploded. You just hear Illyria, just Alaria, just give the most death shrieking like you can tell that was like that was that was a real scream i wonder if that was real if that was fake like they like cgi that in or whatever no, they, they, i hope they did edit that in but that I'm, was, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that was great like that was like that's when like i heard that i got fucking goosebumps and i was like oh my god and you just see Tyrion's face even they I, yeah I Tyrion they, is like he has a face like i'm gonna die. i'm fucking dead. and they they panned to jamie's it. face he's like oh shit and then you see cersei's just give that smirk and Tywin's like Tyrion like, of the House Lannister, Lannister, I sent you, you to you die. He's like, he was like the he was a, a giddy little kid. I mean, uh, now with with all of that happening, Tywin's plan t- to begin with from the very beginning was to get Jaime to come back to uh, to Castle Rock and take his place as the heir, and that was his whole point right there. That was his whole point, and Tyrion calling for the trial by combat was the closing of the coffin and Oberyn dying was the final nail. And who's in Tywin's and and and, 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 and and Tywin's plan to get Jamie back uh, to Castle I was Rock. Say, that, you can also look at it as the the nail in the coffin to Tywin's death because that sentencing to Tyrion to death led to his death. So That's true. Again, a lot of implica- implications were on the number one fight. And also, also I thought it was the the nastiest and dopest death scene. He smashed this dude's head in. Like, like he like yeah, he he pulled, he pulled a Gallagher and legit like I don't hammered know what this. That dude. means, but everybody has seen seen Gallagher and knows how this this the dude who he gets on stage and smashes fruits and stuff with oh, his okay. with a giant yeah. hammer. Right, cool. He he, pull, he pulls one of those on on Oberyn, and also like like you just said, it was a final nail in in Tywin's and Tywin's coffin because after Tywin dies is right when the Faith Militant. Comes, Come comes barging comes, in, comes barging in, and, and taking know, shit. You know over. how that goes. Fuck and, Cersei up. She does a walk mm-hmm. of atonement. Good for her. And I think everybody was happy to see that. Kevin, old Kevin Lannister. He even he even states in the very next ep- not the next episode in the very next season. He said, "If Tywin was here, these people these never, people these people would have ne- would have never come to King's Landing," which again, is true. So again, that that actually looking back, there are a lot of implications on on that final mm-hmm. on that final battle, but. Like and said, you can almost kind of think of it as like the first four seasons are part one of Game of Thrones, and then after from season five on is basically part two. You can kind of you kind of kind of you can, you like, can yeah. honestly kind of see it. But like I said, this was a, a very tough list to make. Uh, we, we like I said, just like the battle scene, we had some honorable honorable, mentions. honorable mentions here. Uh, one, the first one we wanted to mention was uh, 
Well, let's mention first Braun versus Servardis. I know we kind of mm-hmm. touched on that uh, in the beginning a little bit. Yeah, this this was basically Braun's coming out party right here. This is yeah, yeah. this is Braun coming out party. Him kind of joining the Lannister cause as a mm-hmm. valuable asset. Like we said, Braun's a five tool player. He does it all. He does it all. Uh, he needs going to get his castle, his own yeah, key. He, he, I, yeah. I like the, I'd like to see him get his own key built, but he probably wouldn't. He'd actually probably get his own castle because there's no way that thing would be built in his lifetime. Wouldn't that be some shit if after all of this, he just goes back to Stokeworth? <laughs> the, and Mary's... And Mary's fucking lawless. Oh, my God. That'd be... That's my life right there. Bron doing all the... I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm not doing all the work, but... But Bron doing, doing everything and then still... Oh, now, I mean, granted, in the show, like <laughs> from what they dope. showed... Stokeworth was dead. Stokeworth was... Castle Stokeworth was pretty damn solid. I dig it. But... I mean, it's no High Garden. It's no High Garden or yeah. Cashley Rock or I take Silkworth over Winterfell. Uh, no, nah, I mean I, t- I take no, I take I take Winter- Winterfell's huge. I, 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 I take Winterfell. Another honorable mention we had was um, again. Well, we the reason we had this as an honorable yeah. mention was because we had our we already had two yeah, hound fights in the top fights. five. We felt like it'd be kind of weird or biased it'd to be, have kind three. Of cheating. <laughs> so yeah. we have the Hound versus Beric Dondarrion. Uh, the Brotherhood in the cave. This was actually a dope fight. Yeah, and this is like this is one of the first times that we see like legit magic happen. Like, oh yeah, because Beric actually. This is the first time Beric actually lit his fucking sword yeah. on fire with his own hand. Yeah, and and of course we know that the Hound is terrified of fire, and terrified. yet te- like ter- like he freezes. In, in the midst of fire. And the whole we, time, we, we saw this the whole time during times. the fight, Art is just in the way. I'm like, girl, get out the way. We get <laughs> yeah, caught on fire. Like, it's all in the way. Like, He's like, kill him. Kill him. Move. <laughs> so we can kill him. And the hound was like, all right, cool. I got you. I'll kill him. And then the hound, like, because like, this is actually pretty accurate. I only read, like I said, the well, audio book, the first two books. <laughs> and, uh, and he was... It was a very accurate description of how the fight went down. He yells out like a, a blood screeching yell, like he's like, "Fuck it, I'm yeah, tired like, of this shit. This I'm fight done is with freaking this. me out." And he hammers his sword through Barry's slices sword through his sword and slices his neck all the way, pretty much down to his torso. Almost slices this dude in half. Almost like how that how the mountain slices his horse in yeah. half. Like he legit like the second cut. time he was killed by Clegane. Clegane, yeah. like he said. Mm-hmm. He like legit cut about halfway down his chest. Disgusting. Like brutal. Nuts. Like and, and you see and what's also another crazy what's crazy about it. Like you see his body like part like the fucking red scene. It's crazy. Like that great CGI. Great CGI. It was it was disgusting though. And like, then instantly gr- Thoros is like, Oh, let me say some some prayer words real and quick. Then, and then like I said, Alex said like like Darthelia said, it's the first time you see magic and this dude's like, don't worry, young child, or some bullshit, some bear. He's the greatest voice, by the way. He has a great It's like voice. Sean Connery, but like deeper, yeah. but like more Scottish, maybe? <laughs> really quickly. Is Sean Connery Scottish? Is, I think he is. He might be. Sound check, check us on that. But really quickly, who do you think has the, be- who has the better voice? Beric Dondarrion or Roose Bolton? Mm. Or add to that, Littlefinger... Either season, any season you pick, because <laughs> this shit changes. Yeah, yeah, because which season? Because he has a different accent no, in every season. Bruce Bolden or Beric Dondarrion? I go Beric. I fucks with Beric. He kind of sounds like Optimus Prime. That's true. I, I agree with you on that. Only I would say Bruce Bolton only because Autobots roll out. <laughs> the only reason, Brotherhood roll, roll out. out. <laughs> 
the only reason I would pick Roos is just because you don't like the Bolton. I hate the Bolton. They 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 terrify me to no end. And a guy with that type of voice being that evil is just the most menacing thing to me. It it it, it that for me it hits hard. And I'm and like I love listening to his voice because he has such a a deep and powerful voice. But the fact that he's so evil and so just rotten to the core. And also how you know the Boltons are are just a terrible people. Not only do they flay their people, but their their house words are are blades are sharp. Because <laughs> I mean, they will flay yeah, you. Yeah, they will. <laughs> and, and also now now think about it, their um their ancestral sword isn't even a sword. It's just a a flaying knife. Oh yeah, they pass it down from lord yeah. to lord. Yeah, and it's fun fact. Yeah, and it's like a legit fun, uh, tales from the shadow tower fact. Tales from the shadow tower. That's what we bring you here. Nothing but the best. Give you premium content, like we say. Like we say. In the last honorable mention fight we wanted to bring up, this kind of highlights yeah. our. It wasn't our really. Girl. It wasn't really a fight per se. It was more of a more of a scuffle. But more, it it showed it was a training match. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little, a little training sesh. But it showed just how far homegirls come. How, definitely, and this that's yeah. Brienne versus Arya. Their little, their little, their, their um, little training match in season seven. And when, when Littlefinger and, and Sansa were just watching. Also, wasn't wasn't Tormund there watching at the same time? I think. I think that's what got Tormund in heat. Yeah, because dude for sure had a boner. Dude, he was. He like, had a raging boner. Dude, he's all about Brienne. He's all about him. Some Brienne the Beauty. I don't blame him. But now, the beginning and, of the scene, what I like because you 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 see Arya just already just showing off, has the knife and just flicks it between her. Valyrian still knife just flicks yeah. it. Psh, 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 here you go. Like, and Brienne's like, okay. <laughs> like, all right, that's. I mean, I just wanted to see a knife. You don't have to do all that, but and, and you cool. know, you know, Arya respects Brienne because. He, cause she, he was like, or she was like, I want to train with you, and she was like, or Brienne said, I I'll can get, get the you the master arms. arms, and then right. Arya says, you didn't beat the Hound of single combat. Yeah, yeah, he didn't beat the Hound of single combat. I want to train you with did. you. I, I was like, and that's just like Arya knows what she the knows. Hound is. She, she knows. Yeah, she, she knows that she knows the Hound. The Arya she knows, ri- she knows Brienne's legit. Yeah, Arya still rides for her man as a Hound. She's learned a lot from a lot of. And people. then she pulls out needle, mm-hmm. and Brienne's mm-hmm. like, oh, you can't use that. It's far too small. She was like. I won't cut you. <laughs> like, bitch, word. You go, excuse me? You go play me like, and then the first you thing, Arya like just that? goes, pink, 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 and then On the shoulder of like, see, I, I told you, you better, you better come with something stronger than that. I was like, oh, shit. And then it goes like some epic, like kind of rocky and the, and then the, the music fight, cut, like, The music cuts cut, on. Like, it cuts <laughs> like, Arya's about to start Brienne in the face with, with first of all, Which is chill dope. out. Chill out, because you got kind of close. That shit. Which is dope, though, because like Arya pulls out Pulls out the blade, flips it around like she. She, you see her purposely like flip it around and flip it to the dull side, and then put it to her neck. Like badass shit. Arya knows what she's doing, and I mean, our, of course, Arya won this. But I mean, Brienne, Brienne got a. She had a good look in there. She also fucking death kicked her to the fucking yeah, chest. Like so. she like almost caved her chest in. Yeah, you can't hit a lady like that. Well, yeah. Arya's not a lady. She's a faceless man. So, but yeah, we wanted to put that in the top. Well, like I said, not in the top five, but. We wanted to give that an honorable mention just because, it, like I said, it showcased how far Arya's come. And also, like I said, just she's a badass and we love our girl. We love our girl. We, yeah, Arya's one, one of my favorites. I, I, I love her to death. I'm, I'm, I am personally of the mindset. I know a lot of people didn't like the uh, the storyline of the House of Black and White because it was weird and confusing. I mean, I thought it was awesome. I, I, I loved every minute of it. It was a little tedious. I, 
there is probably maybe one storyline in the entire show that I didn't like, and that was the the Dorn storyline, which sucks because that's your favorite place. <laughs> yeah, Dorn is my favorite place <laughs> yeah, in the Martell dope was shit. But aside from, in my personal opinion, aside from that, there are the Sand Snakes got big. They deserve, yeah, because <laughs> Euron, Euron gave them that work, as we referenced in our last yes. podcast. Uh, but that's all we have for you tonight. Like I said, we're the brothers. I'm Mike Hill made it. I'm Darth Hilius. Thank you for tuning in. Keep listening. Like I said, we're going to keep this shit going. We'll keep we it going. Way more content coming. Yeah. Way more. Yeah, keep, stay, stay with us. Stay with us because we got more shit coming out. Like I said. When the season comes out, of course, we've got episode breakdowns. A few episodes. Um, coming up, we're really thinking of getting into a series of theories, like our favorite series. So we're going to start a theory series. Nice little rhyme for you. Unintentional rhyme gets you every time. Uh, We're going to try looking at that. So stick with us. Like I said, we're Tales from the Shadow Tower. Tales from the Shadow Tower. Brought to you by Man Gossip. Uh, Thanks for rocking with us. Stay chill. Coming to you live from Charlotte. Peace.